Hey there, this is Andrew bringing you another Keyforge deck reveal and review. This is going to be a nice, fresh Mass Mutations deck. Mass Mutation. Don't want to do a false plural there. And let's see what we got name wise here. Portly Champagne Shen. Oops, it's not in there. Uh, Portly Champagne Shen. I'm thinking Untamed. Maybe Dece. Star Alliance. Untamed. <laughs> Shadow Sign. Okay. Not, not very accurate. Gotta keep my reputation up of being terrible at that. had a knife in here, but I put it somewhere else, and now I'm paying the price. Untamed Shadows Sarian. We should be starting with the Sarian. Cool. Uh, yeah, seems fun. <gasps> it's coming. So, boom. This is, well, this tells us we're going to get a um, Ducilius. Um, so, Ducilius is the gigantic creature in Sarian. There are three gigantic creatures in the game right now. One in Sarian, one in Untamed, one in Sanctum. And when you get uh, one of them, you will get it's coming in, in that house. So it can show up in all three houses if you get the gigantic creature. Uh, so we'll cover the gigantic creature when it comes out. But for now, let's talk about it's coming. Oh, well, okay. So gigantic creatures come in two cards. And you need to play the cards together to have them hit the board. Of course, that's trouble. What if they're on different sides of the deck? Well, it's coming helps. So when you play it's coming... You gain an amber, you search your deck and discard pile for either half of a gigantic creature, you reveal that half, that card, and you put it into your hand, and then you shuffle your deck. So if you have this and one piece, then boom, you can you can fire off the whole thing. Um, so there we go, it's coming. Chant of Hubris. An action with a bonus amber. When we play it, uh, move an amber from a creature to another creature. Faust the Great, your opponent's keys cost plus one for each friendly creature with amber on it. I really like this, and if you can protect it, it it's a really nice uh, key bumper. Um, especially, well, I've had it in, in a deck with Sanctum. When you have Sanctum and Sarian both doing capture, this ends up being pretty amazing. So it makes your opponent's keys cost plus one for each friendly creature with amber on it, and when you play it, you may exalt a friendly creature. And I'll just say, one thing I realized uh, earlier today, really, um, during play, is that it's always worth it to bump it by one if your opponent's about to forge and they have seven, because if they forge for seven, then that one they get off of this later is, you know, one that uh, you know, just makes up for them having to pay one. So, um, in that condition, it's worth doing it. 
and you know maybe you get the chain of hubris later and turn it into your amber. Uh, Galeatops is a 12 power beast that only deals 4 damage when fighting, but that's enough to do a lot of work, so I've, I've enjoyed having this card so far. Prefectus Ludo, nice with the Faust. It's a 5 power dinosaur politician. Each other friendly creature gains destroyed move each amber from this creature to the common supply. So this keeps us from giving the amber back to the opponent. That's great. Thera Centurion, really nice in, in here. It's a 6 power dinosaur soldier with 1 armor. When it's played or when it fights, it captures an amber. Got two of those. Nice. A Dreadbone Decimus. Now, one thing I'm noticing so far, I'll just point out, no enhanced pips. So that's kind of interesting. No enhanced icons of any kind so far. Doesn't mean we won't get any, but uh, it is interesting. All right, so Dreadbone Decimus, I've gotten to play a little bit, and I really like him. Uh, it's a five-power dinosaur assassin, and it has a play-fight effect that says you may exalt Dreadbone Decimus. If you do, destroy a creature with lower power than Dreadbone Decimus. And, um, yeah, in the right condition, this is, this is really nice. It's a nice way to just outright destroy something that would have been hard to deal with otherwise. Um, and oftentimes that exalt is not, you know, going to be the end of the world. It's often worth it. Uh, and you do that a second time after you fight. You know, you do it once when you play, once when it fights. It's really nice. Oh, Library of Palaiosaurus is a location... It has the action, move one amber from a friendly creature to your pool. That's a nice way to mitigate some of the capture and exalt that we might be doing in here. This is my first time seeing this card. Um, Senator Quintina is a five-powered dinosaur politician that says, after a creature reaps, exalt it. That is bonkers. Oh my goodness. After a creature reaps, exalt it. Wow. Um, obviously, that, that applies to your opponent's creatures as well as your own. And this is interesting. This is very similar to uh, Amberspine Mongrel out of Untamed, except it's more delayed, right? The um, Well, and it, it applies to your own too, but I think the thought is you probably have ways to mitigate the, the capture on your creature, the exalt on your creature. Uh, your opponent might not, and so they're effectively giving you Amber when they reap. Really interesting. All right, and here is the bottom half of Ducilius. So let's pull the top half. So together, these make a gigantic creature. Um, and this is the highest power, the highest printed power on a creature in the game so far. Um, very cool. So Ducilius is a 20 power mutant. It's interesting to me that it's not a dinosaur or anything like that. It's just a mutant. Uh, Nifflekong is at least a, uh, a, a Niffle. It's a mutant, a Niffle. So you can only play it, you know, with both halves. Its play effect is capture all of your opponent's amber. Deal five damage to an enemy creature. That's a strong play effect. That's, you know, that's worth the work to get it out. And its fight reap ability is move an amber from it to the common supply and deal two damage to each enemy creature. That's crazy. Um, you know, that's really good board control. So that's pretty fun. Very exciting. Um... Yeah, I can't wait to get that on the board. That that looks really fun. Awesome. All right. Uh, it'd be fun to get that with Nifflekong. That's a little too much to ask for, but it would be super cool. Um, okay, let's look at Shadows now. Ooh, Bow Nithing is great. It's a two-power Elf Thief with play. Steal one Amber for each Forged Key your opponent has. So early on, uh, this doesn't do anything. It doesn't steal anything. But once they've forged a single key, it's play Steal One, which is fine. 
and at the end game it's playsteel too. So especially if you if you get to cycle your deck, this this gets to be extra good. Francis the Economist is a three power elf thief with skirmish and fight. Each player gain, gains one. That's it. That's very interesting. If your opponent uh, doesn't have anything to steal, this is a great way to get it. And of course, you know, giving them one and you one is okay, especially if you're playing a little bit more of an amber control game where you're going to get more benefit out of that. We have two of those. Nice. Wow, three Francis the Economist. Is this going to be a Dave Cordero deck? Am I going to get five of these? Nope, that's that's it. Uh, Gamgee, okay, nice. Um, so Gamgee is a two-power elf thief with elusive, and after it reaps, if your opponent has more amber than you, steal one. Um, and in AOA and Worlds Collide, I didn't feel like I ever got great value out of this card. I'll be interested to see if that gets better this set. I was going to say maybe Francis will help, but Francis gives you each one, so it really doesn't. If you weren't uh, behind before, you won't be behind after that. Mud uh, is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you move an amber from a creature to your pool and deal two damage to that creature. Um, you know, this is sometimes a good way to get amber off of Exalted or, you know, creatures that have captured it. Um, it's also nice for killing enemy creatures. Um, really nice to take care of Odawax. We've got two of those. Not bad. Again, no um, no extra icons so far. That's really interesting to me. Opportunist is an upgrade with a bonus amber. When you play it, uh, the creature you attach it to captures one from its opponent, uh, but the creature also gains elusive. Nice. Rad Penny. Awesome. Rad Penny is nothing but good. A one-power mutant thief with play steal one. And destroyed, shuffle Rad Penny back into your deck. So the more you can destroy this and, and put it back into your back deck, the better off you are, the more stealing you get to do. It's fantastic. Next up, we have Tempting Offer. This is an action with a bonus amber. Um, this puts an enhance somewhere. So we, we're going to have a capture icon on some card. Uh, when you play it, you return an enemy creature to its owner's hand. And if you do, your opponent gains one. Um, that's that can be pretty good. It's, it's pretty reasonable board clear. It's interesting because you compare it to Lights Out, and Lights Out puts two creatures back, um, and doesn't give your opponent anything for it. So, uh, but I think you know what they try to do is balance these within the set. So um, it's just an interesting uh, situation there comparing it to Lights Out. Uh, one interesting thing to note that if you do is kind of important. If you do this to one of your opponent's creatures that has, for example, a ward on it, then it's not actually going to get returned to their hand. And so the if you do says, oh, no, you didn't. So uh, so they don't gain one. So one, one thing to be aware of. Also, sometimes if you have a way to steal, which we only have one so far, two so far in this deck. Three. Three. I lied. Three. We have three ways to steal. We only have three ways to steal that we've seen so far, but if you have a way to steal... Uh, sometimes giving your opponent one isn't isn't bad, right? If if you couldn't, if they didn't have any, or if like the the Gamgee wouldn't have fired, but now it will, then this is a good deal for you. Okay, Hot Venom is an upgrade with a bonus amber. It says after this creature is used, deal two damage to it. A nice way to put a timer on your opponent's creatures. Cambling Den. This is a fun one. Uh, maybe not good, but definitely fun. It's an artifact with a bonus amber. And it says at the start of each player's turn, that player may choose a house. If they do, reveal the top card of their deck. If it is of the named house, they gain two amber, otherwise they lose two. Um, it's an interesting effect. It makes for fun games. Um, I feel like the variance is too high and the risks are too great to probably use it 
like it competitively, but um, but it has a place, and yeah, it's an interesting one. All right, here we are off to Untamed. And I'll just say really quick before we really launch into Untamed, we have six, seven, eight amber pips. That's a little low, but um, you know, like in Worlds Collide, that wouldn't be terrible, um, especially since we've only gone through two houses. The Ducilius has like a lot of interesting uh, potential, and the the Saurian in general could do some nice board control, and uh, maybe generate some you know with the Senator. So th there's that, um, and there's some steel in the shadows. So I think there's some potential here. To me, it doesn't seem great so far, but there's definitely potential, and I'm interested to see what comes in the Untamed. All right, so uh, Cephaloist, um, four power mutant. Says while you have four or more amber, your amber can't be stolen. Really nice anti-steel tech in Untamed. By the way, this means we're not getting its coming, which means we're not getting Nifilkong. That's totally fine. Just um, calling that out. This won't be your double, uh, your double, uh, uh, <laughs> your double gigantic deck. Okay, Fandangle. Ooh, this could be really good. Three power mutant witch says while you have four or more, your untamed, your non-untamed creatures interplay ready. So that, I mean, that means your, you know, your Gamgee, your Francis's, they come into play ready. Your Ducilius could come into play ready. The Theros Centurions, the, the Decimus, the Galeotops. These are all good things to have come into play ready. So that could be pretty nice. Now, we don't have great ways to protect it. Um, you know, I don't see anything with Taunt to put it next to or anything like that. So it is going to be, you know, if we're controlling the board, fine. But in general, this is a little... Uh, probably dangerous and, and not really hoping it stays out. You know, not hoping that hard that it stays out. Uh, Floomph is a three-power beast and cat. It has skirmish and the fight ability give a beast creature two plus one power counters. What beasts have we seen so far? Floomph is obviously a beast, but what else? Um, yeah, those are all elf thief. That's just a mutant. Oh, the... Uh, Interesting. The Galeotops is, but it's not going to do much good. But I think, you know, making the Flume figure is fine. And I think so far, putting it on the Flume itself is, is going to make the most sense. Got two of those. That's cool. Uh, and these are these are nice creatures. I like these as creatures. It's solid board control. No complaints. Uh, Rapid Evolution. That could be good for helping the Fandangle stay on the board. I like that. So this is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you choose a creature, you give it a plus one power counter for each amber you have. So if you have, you know, three and you play this, you're, you're making it a seven power Fandangle, which is great. So I think that, I'm, I like that. I hope I get those together. Ooh, Reclaim by Nature is a fantastic card. Um, always going to be glad to have this. It's an action with a bonus amber. You purge an artifact and you resolve its bonus icons as if you had played it. And this isn't bad. Like, if you have this in your hand and you take a shadow's turn and you decide to play the gambling den, but then next turn you reclaim by nature, that's totally fine. Um, that's the only artifact I've seen so far. So, um, so other than that, like, we're not really going to hurt ourselves. Um, and sometimes there will be opponents' artifacts that really are high value and, and worth, uh, like, really nice to get rid of. Resurgence. Interesting. So this is an action. Uh, it's going to put a draw icon somewhere. But again, in Enhance, I, don't, I haven't seen a capture icon and I haven't seen a draw icon. So that means those are, those are still further down in this deck, both a capture and a draw. That's really interesting. And uh, anyway, but the Resurgence 
As an action, when you play it, you return a creature from your discard pile to your hand. If that creature is a mutant, return another creature from your discard pile to your hand. This can recur the Ducilius, the whole, both, both halves of it. That's pretty cool uh, to, to play on a future turn. Um, I don't think we had any other mutants here in, yeah, in Saurian. And in Shadows, I don't think we did either, except, oh, Radpenny. That wouldn't be bad if it ended up in your discard pile somehow. Uh, maybe it got, you know, knocked out of your hand or something. Otherwise, maybe the, the Cephaloist um, or the Fandangle, those are reasonable targets. Or you could really return any one creature, so, uh, or a mutant and another creature. Um, so lots of, lots of possibilities here, um, but I really like this card. Okay, Savage Clash, and here we have that first Enhance icon. Uh, this is a Capture icon, so when you play, you will immediately capture an Amber onto one of your creatures. And then the play effect is destroy each creature except the most powerful enemy creature and the least powerful friendly creature. Uh, very interesting. Not sure how it ends up working in this deck, but again, it, you know, if your opponent is getting ahead on creatures, it can be very nice. If they're behind, you might just decide to discard it. Um, you know, and and only having a capture icon. I say only, sometimes that'll win you the game, but probably you're doing most of your capturing in Sarian. So I think in a clutch, this is a very good card to have because it's really the only board wipe we have, uh, short of getting the Ducilius on the board. But um, in, if we don't need it, it's a, it's a fine discard. Song of the Wild, uh, interesting if we can keep our creatures on the board. It's an action that says play for the remainder of the turn. Each friendly creature gains reap, gain one. So it turns your reaps into double reaps, which is nice. Um, but that means you, you know, that depends on you having these creatures on the board, the four that we've seen. Um, it does have the draw icon on it, so when you play this, you will immediately draw a card and then apply that effect. Got three more cards coming here. We got a Bumblebird. Um, that's an interesting one. Uh, usually not very high impact. I, I don't love it. I'm not thrilled, but um, it is a creature. Um, it's a one power beast and insect, and it has alpha which means it has to be the first thing you play, you have to do it before you play or use anything. And when you play it, you put two plus one power counters on each other friendly untamed creature. And I think if this said each other friendly creature, or even if it said uh, each, uh, you know, one plus one on each other friendly creature, I think it would be fine. Um, the fact that this is limited to, to our untamed creatures is a little iffy. Although, again, getting big floops is not, not going to make me sad, exactly. Uh, oh, Pose Pixies. That's going to be a good one. Um, Pose Pixies is a one-power fairy with elusive, and it says the amber that would be stolen or captured from your pool is taken from the common supply instead. And this is a this is really nice anti-steal, anti-capture tech. It means that, that um, you know, they still get the amber in the case of stealing, or uh, but... But their captures actually are really bad for, for them because it's it's actually generating more amber for you. Um, you keep your amber, but they they generate more, and that's fantastic. So um, I love Post Pixies. It can really change the game, and I think people often struggle to understand how to how to respond to it. Of course, it is small, so it's likely that it dies, um, and we don't here have any way to boost it. So. Um, so that's going to be rough. Now you could get it back with Resurgence along with something else, of course, but um, it is going to be a little tough to keep it on the board, but worth it if you can. We got one more card left here. Let's see what it is. 
<gasps> Ooh, that's a fun one. Punctuated Equilibrium. This is an action, and when you play it, each player discards their hand, then refills their hand as if it were their draw card step. Uh, and this can be this can be really powerful. Um, so when you think about it as uh, as an offensive tool, something that advances your game state, one of the things to realize is that this this is a turn where you're getting to play. You know, maybe you play three other untamed cards, and then you play this. You discard two, and then draw six, which ends up being a pretty good deal for you. There's a chance, good chance, on average, you're going to draw a couple more untamed cards and get to play them. Uh, but as a defensive tool, this can also be really disruptive to your opponent. Discarding their entire hand um, means that if they had a game plan that involved holding anything back, like a, you know a key card that's going to like a doorstep to heaven or something like that, this is going to interrupt that. They're not going to be able to do it, and that card's going to be gone from them. So um, it interrupts some of those combos where people might hold a card back until the right moment. Uh, they just don't get to do it. So, of course, they do get cards back, so it doesn't completely ruin them or, or you know, set them back too far. It's not unfair, I don't think, but it, it does do a reset, and it can really interrupt those combo decks. Um, yeah, okay, well, that that's interesting. I am really interested to actually try this out and see how it works. I think the Fandango with the Ducilius is very, um, very interesting. A lot of potential there. Um, and honestly, the, the potential to generate Amber in this deck is pretty good. Um, not off the charts, but pretty good. And then, um, and then I'm really interested to see, too, if uh, all these... Some big creatures, a lot of creatures with Fight Skirmish, um, creatures that can grow bigger. Uh, I, I'm really interested to see if those translate into really strong board control. There's only one way to really find out. Uh, and that's to get out and give it a whirl, which I plan to do sometime soon. Um, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed making it, and that you will uh, hop online and forge some keys. Thanks.